Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, guys, to the Growing and Glowing podcast with me, your host, Mrs. Ellie Swift. I am so happy to see you today. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm ready to bring you all the good vibes today. Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm back in my happy spot. You know, this is episode number three now, guys, okay? And I am just loving the podcast. And I want to just take a moment to start by saying a huge thank you, a huge overwhelming burst of love and appreciation for every single DM, tag in a story, private message, bit of feedback, rating. I'm just so thankful for the community that we're already building over here on Growing and Glowing. Um, I'm just truly feeling so passionate about these conversations and how how much you guys seem to be loving it as well. So I, as usual, I'm really bloody happy to be back. Thanks for having me in your car, in your ear, in your kitchen, wherever I am. Nice to speak to you guys. But yeah, welcome back. We have a very exciting podcast episode today, everybody, that we are going to get into. But first of all, let me remind you, this podcast is our safe space to delve into all things life learnings there may be, from spirituality, self-love, motherhood, friendship, grief, the list goes on everybody. I am here to provide you with a friend through what can be a very up and down journey of growing and of course glowing into the very best version of who you truly are. So, 
Today's episode, I thought we could sit down for the first time and chat about motherhood, which is a topic that I have a feeling will feature quite heavily probably on Growing and Glowing because I just feel like I have so much to say. Like, I have been a mother for 20 months. I would love to write a book. I'd love, no, do you know what? Not even a book, a treasury on how motherhood has affected my life in all of the most gorgeous, loving, beautiful, just like awe-inspiring way. And I'm really excited to talk to you about it all today because although I feel like motherhood in general is like a huge umbrella topic and I really want to do so many conversations about lots and lots of little different elements of motherhood um I I do feel like motherhood recently has become this thing on social media that people are just really happy to just badmouth and the community surrounding motherhood online I feel like can be a very negative space actually someone's TikTok came up on my for you page recently um basically saying how because of how motherhood is now suddenly being portrayed on social media so much it's like making her doubt whether or not she wants to become a mum and you know I am not saying that that is right or wrong I'm not saying that opening up about our struggles is a bad thing or nothing like that at all and I actually do think it's wonderful to be able to connect through social media with our own stories and our own experiences and being relatable with one another with our struggles because of course it makes us all feel less alone but I feel like there's been a slight stain on motherhood and young children in particular recently that it just everything I see about motherhood recently is negative and I'm here to remind you babe motherhood for me at least anyway has been the most wonderful experience and I'm just here to put a bit of love and light back into the convo because there's nothing I've been more privileged to be than a mum and whether you're in mum club or not honey this episode will have hopefully so many wonderful life learnings and teachings and little just nuggets of knowledge that you can just take away and apply to any area of your life so don't worry if you've tuned in and you're like oh oops wrong room sorry must have got the wrong number no babe you are welcome here wherever you are in your journey of life whether it's motherhood or maidenhood but you know growing and glowing is all about becoming the best versions of ourselves and actually motherhood for me has been such a rocket ship to her to getting to who I feel so far in my 27 years of life the best version of me I have ever been so far has been in the last 20 months that I have been a mother to my toddler um so we're gonna get into it but first of all of course we are gonna open up today's episode with our affirmation of the day today we are going to repeat with our hand over our heart we're gonna have a deep breath in oh no sorry that was a little bit you don't you don't want to hear all the crevices in my nostrils i'm sorry that was a lot sorry do i add that out that was a bit embarrassing let's give that another go Ellie let's be a little bit more discreet about our deep breath in ready 
that was that was a lot better. And out. Oh, okay. Let those shoulders relax. Let's just remember for a second before we do our affirmation. We are full of light, everybody. We're here to fucking glow and grow. We are angels who can achieve everything we want in this life and more. Let's just remember that. Today is beautiful. Look at the opportunity ahead of you right now. Oh, aren't you just so lucky to be here? Aren't you just so happy to be alive? Let's just smile for a sec. Doesn't that just feel great? I'm really reminding myself out <laughs> like that girl out of Mean Girls right now it's like I just want life to be rainbows and butterflies and cookies or whatever like yeah honey that's me today that's my vibe anyway affirmation of the day we are going to repeat with our hand over our heart I am doing so much better than I think I am I'm doing so much better than I think I am what give yourself some credit babe look at you look at your life look at where you are today look at what you're doing right now you've made it you have made it to where you are right now and where you are right now is exactly where you're supposed to be and I can guarantee that you in five years time is looking back at you right now with a huge smile on their face and thinking, I'm bloody proud of you, and you don't know how good of a job you're doing getting through whatever you're getting through right now. I just want to remind you of that. Please, please take that into your day-to-day. I am doing so much better than I think I am. You are, babe. I'm here to tell you that, okay? You are. Okay, just a couple of things on the highlight reel this week too. Now listen, I'm actually making a conscious effort from now on to make my highlight reels a little bit a little bit shorter babe because they end up taking up literally the majority of the episode okay so here we go today's highlight reel first of all i have a book i actually have two books for you today but i've put them under the same bullet point of my highlight reel because we like to stick to three things on the highlight reel first of all my books that i'd recommend this week now these are um relative to today's topic in terms of motherhood so they are parenting books that i absolutely adore actually i've got three i'm just let's just go for three because another one's just sprung to my mind I feel like that's you know the divine telling me I need to share this book so first of all we've got higher vibrational parenting by Tanya Jopson now this is a is a spiritual parenting book it's literally called higher vibrational parenting I feel like you know says it on the tin babe very very good book for actually what we're going to talk about today really just like acquiring that next level of yourself to be the best parent you can possibly be love it and would really recommend my next book is a book called feng shui mummy by bailey gaddis now this is a book that is really really helpful for you if you are currently in a pregnancy season of your life it is all about the different trimesters including of course the most important fourth trimester and postpartum lots of really lovely tips um mindfulness bits um edging on spirituality of course just a really again a lovely book and very great if you are in a pregnancy season of life and actually number three that I want to tell you guys about is a book that I've spoken about already quite heavily across my other socials like Instagram and YouTube but 
it's a book called hunt gather parent and i can't remember off the top of my head who is the author i will leave it in the show notes for you below but it is one that has really um given me a lot of insight into basically like thinking about you know how I really want to raise my kids and how I can help shape them into really loving really helpful young men because I'm having boys two boys it's essentially the author's story of going on this really incredible journey with her toddler she was finding motherhood quite overstimulating quite overwhelming she was struggling and she went to go and visit a few different families in different cultures, different places in the world, and learned all about the way that they choose to parent and raise their kids, and actually the way that the Western world choose to kind of parent is so different to the majority of other cultures in the world. Very insightful, really great read. So they're my book recommendations. Number two, I'm going to keep it short and sweet, babe, because if, again, if you're not in the pregnancy area, this isn't really relative to you, but my pregnancy ball has been saving my life. I bounce, bounce, bounce away. In fact, I'm probably going to have to start doing some podcast episodes on there pretty soon, because these old hips, honey, they're not what they used to be. Okay, they're getting ready to birth a child. They are sore, I am noticing, do you know what Saint started doing? Every single time he gets up now, Saint has started going, oh, or making groaning noises. I first started thinking, where has he learned that from? And then I witnessed myself. Children are our mirror, okay? My son is picking up on the fact that I am now struggling, honey. And he's like, my poor old mum makes noises getting up, up off the floor. So do I. So my pregnancy ball is helping me a lot so if you hear my voice kind of going up and down and up and down and up and down or if you're watching me on youtube and i'm bouncing away let's can we just not judge judgment is not allowed here on the growing and glowing okay pregnancy ball might be making an entrance very shortly and number three do you know what when i think about the highlight reel and like what i want to share with you guys this week of things that are lifting my vibration i want to keep it to stuff that is like very high energy and very you know very wholesome and like important but I'm just gonna keep it real Nutella on toast and sausage sandwiches babe they are what I'm finishing off my highlight reel on today they have been what this baby boy in my womb has been asking for so mama's gonna give it to him Nutella on toast oh I literally haven't had it since I was probably about 10 years old but wow it has made the biggest comeback in my life and it is stunning with a capital S it may not sound like much babe Nutella on toast let's not even get on to sausage sandwiches okay let's actually just stick with the Nutella on toast I sit here thinking my highlight reel needs to be of you know like all of this uplifting energy what's raising my vibe right now actually babe bit of chalk chalk as my 18 month old 20 month old would call it that's all we need to lift the vibration sometimes babe do you know what I mean bit of chocolate what can go wrong not much feeling sad bit of chalk feeling happy bit of chalk chalk on toast can't bloody go wrong in my opinion honey anyway let's get into today's episode motherhood has made me so much more of a better person guys 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Motherhood has brought me the closest I have ever been to being my higher self. I have never felt elation, love, joy like it in my life. And I feel like being so close to all of those really aligned emotions has just provided me with so much insight and so much so much more of a connection to who I truly am, who my who my soul is and listen, don't get me wrong, okay, I'm not saying motherhood is a walk in the park, motherhood can be an extremely triggering, really overwhelming season in life, but I want to share with you all today how I have tried my absolute hardest in the 20 months that I've been a mother to flip that, and instead of finding it overwhelming, instead of finding it triggering, although those are incredibly human, incredibly normal, incredibly natural ways to find motherhood, I want to share with you how I have flipped it into just being the best thing in the world ever, 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 ever. God, I love being a mum. I literally feel like it's my purpose in life. I was born to be my baby's mum I love my kids let's not get with the pregnancy emotions going all right let's take a deep breath the first thing that motherhood has really taught me let's get straight into it let's just go deep understanding that we are all just doing the absolute best that we can motherhood for me has taken away judgment of any kind from any situation I see in life I just don't have judgment for it anymore I don't have that I'm not available to that because I have the goggles on in life right now that is like we are all just someone else's child that grew up and we're just doing the best we can with what we had with the knowledge that we had with the parents that we had with the life experiences that we had we just grew up and we're just all doing our best And I have a couple of quotes that I want to share with you. They might be a little bit, oh, they might hit a bit of a soft spot. They might make you feel a little bit sore. But I need you to know that I'm saying them with love and try to listen to these with love. I can guarantee there might be someone that pops to your head and you're like, no, that doesn't apply for them. But just think, okay, what if it could? What if your worst enemy in the world, what if someone that you really have, you have a bit of a thing about you... your energy does not sit right with them right now what if these two quotes that I'm about to say to you could sit with them in your mind what if you could open up your heart to allowing love energy to flow through you to them 
Forgive them, for they know not what they did. And if I was that person, I would have done the same. How hard are those two quotes to swallow if you're in a phase in life right now where you're like, no, no thanks. But what motherhood has really shown me is love. It is that unconditional love that people speak about before you have a baby and you're like yeah okay cool yeah sure I get it no 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 no. when you have a baby when you have a child when you become responsible for raising a human life and for helping shape this person into who they're going to become and for being the absolute best version of you that you can possibly be for them that is what love is and you don't get that at least I didn't, personally I didn't, until Saint was born. And once your eyes are opened to that love in life, I found it didn't just apply to my son. I I have such an easier time now applying that unconditional love for so many more people in my life, even to strangers. I just find it so much easier to be compassionate and to be empathetic towards their situation because like I said bringing it back to the start of the point we are all just young children that ended up growing up into adults with adult bodies and adult responsibilities and the sad reality is that not everybody in fact a very very small percentage that I'm going to share with you have actually chosen to work through that generational trauma or those things that they picked up in their childhood that ended up sticking with them for a really long time and increase negative patterns in their behavior and one in eight adults receive mental health treatment one in eight adults think about eight of you in your life right now think of okay you your mum your dad let's say you have two brothers and sisters your best friend and then your hairdresser and your doctor okay that's eight of you only one of you chooses to get mental health that is Uh, mental health treatment that is only 12 percent of the world's population now breaking that down even further it is only two percent that go through the motions of therapy or healing or psychological work to really be able to understand and process what they've been through two percent of the world so when you think about those stats you think, okay, 98% of the people in my life, 98% of the people in the world are just doing the best they can without any knowledge of how to fix any of the stuff in their mind that they have been through. Now, having that knowledge doesn't mean that we have to allow everybody and anybody into our energy and into our life. It doesn't mean not having boundaries because we are constantly loving and judgment-free to everybody in our life, anybody that wronged us. It doesn't mean that. But what it does mean is that we have compassion for that that which we do not know about. It's having compassion for the mile in someone else's shoes that we haven't walked. And although you might not agree with how they processed it, with how they choose to behave or speak, it's having that compassion and that knowledge that there is a backstory there and they are the way they are for a reason the wonderful thing about having the privilege to grow older is the process of evolution and evolution is either building on something that already is 
aka building on that trauma building on that experience or it's building something new that is evolution evolution is always building as you grow older you're always building you're always growing you're always expanding but it's up to you whether you are going to be building something new or building on the old our generation really I would argue is the first where there has been the amount of help mentally available that there is like when you think about your parents generation or your grandparents generation like think about all of the stuff that just was expected just because like when you think about your grandparents generation in particular think about all the stuff that just was accepted because that was the way it was in society then like women didn't have a voice there was so much more of a stigma about mental health for men and men had to be strong and I feel like you know we're only just getting to a point in our generation where really that is understood and accepted and taken it taken in and taken on board so although our generation is so blessed in that sense I feel like sometimes what we forget is that we have the capacity to understand and be compassionate about the foundation that someone else's life has been built on and it is never our job as I said to let those boundaries just be completely non-existent or you know let someone into your life that you're not comfortable letting into your life anymore but at least from where you're standing I think the best thing that we can do is to love forgive just for ourselves, and show compassion and accept that they were doing exactly what they were designed and molded to be by their life experiences I think that was a really important point just because motherhood and the society within motherhood and the the kind of things that I see online it's like I was actually scared to to share my life online as a mother when I was first pregnant with my with my son because motherhood online is like one of the cattiest nastiest most judgmental areas on social media like there are mums I I've actually seen a recent controversy about Miss Rachel hands up if we all love Miss Rachel if you're not a mum I doubt you'll be on board but Miss Rachel is basically this incredible woman on YouTube that sings songs and she like specializes in speech therapy and she's just like a really great youtube channel for kids and there has been a controversy online recently about one of the people that she kind of has in her team there are like a group of them that are on miss rachel's channel and this person chooses to identify as non-binary people are having problems with the way that one of miss rachel's co-stars chooses to identify and these are the people that are raising young children that have an issue with this and um it completely shocked me because it's like has have you not really not learned through motherhood just how special each soul is I think rather than taking to social media and throwing all of this hatred at this person I think maybe actually your time would probably be spent a little bit better actually doing some inner work and some self-reflection on why that situation would trigger you so much and how how has motherhood not taught you that each soul regardless of however we choose to identify or whatever whatever the difference is is so sacred and so special and so loved have you not learned through motherhood what life is all about and it's about love i 
yeah motherhood online is just essentially a really like it's a very dodgy area people are incredibly judgmental people are really nasty and I'm just here to say let's start taking the judgment out of it babe let's start being a little bit more compassionate because if even if you're not thinking about the fact that we're all just someone else's child who grew up you can relate to the struggles that motherhood can present itself with you can relate to those hard emotions so why would you want to put on top of that your own problems projected onto that poor other person who is struggling with motherhood at the time number two motherhood has made me a better person because it has taught me what it is to be present in the moments I'm feeling overwhelmed and like I have so much that I need to get done on my to-do list that day I've got to be here I've got to be doing this I've got to film this I've got to phone this person there has been nothing like raising a child that has taught me what it is to be present you have to stop and think for so long I wanted this for so long I dreamt of growing up finding the person that loves me in life and raising a family with them I dreamt of this life and now it's here and you're just going to spend the entire time feeling overwhelmed what about if instead of thinking of all of these a million and one things that you have to do what about instead of thinking how on earth am I going to get it all done because actually this was me the other day I did a vlog actually the other day where I was in a bit of a low state for a while and I was having one of these kind of meltdowns where I was like how am I going to get it all done I just don't know how I'm going to manage blah 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 I was panicking I think it's so important in those moments to just come back to yourself ground yourself and remember what if I knew I just could do it I what if I knew I could manage because everything else in my life I've managed up to this point I've managed it babe it might not have been pretty it might not have been smooth sailing but it was managed and I did it so what if instead of thinking how am I going to get it all done how am I going to do this how am I going to do the 20 things on my to-do list how am I going to go and see this person what if you just knew it's going to get done and it's going to get done in its perfect timing what if the triggering points in motherhood about how you're spending your time and your presence and feeling overwhelmed what if all of those signals are actually calling you to move to a place where you are rearranging how you choose to spend your time in your life you know same being a toddler now I was watching one of my very very first videos back from when he was first born because I was doing another YouTube video on newborn products that I recommend and I wanted to go back and see if there was any that I had missed out from my memory and that I actually ended up filming about all that time ago but watching back that video and seeing like a four week old saint on my chest and then looking at him in the room I was sat in at that moment and he's like this full-on walking talking gorgeous little boy with a personality and he has his demands and he has his choices and he has his preferences and he tells me what he wants and he runs around to get it and it's like sorry where's that time gone and how much of that time have I spent being present in the moment and how much of it have I spent being anxious about the future or worrying about something I did in the past how much time have you spent sat there on your phone while your child has been playing and you've missed that moment where you've missed that moment where they are looking up at you hoping for a reaction 
or a smile or an encouraging clap and they've just looked up and you've just been stuck to your phone screen instead isn't that heartbreaking to think about that was actually something I really learned in my time when I went off of the internet for the first half of 2022 I realized how much of like an instant thing it was for me just to go on my phone because at the time saint was still quite young he was like six months old at that age they are just kind of just happy to just chill on their own and you know be on their playmat or whatever but i realized when i decided i was no longer going on social media how much of just like a reflex it was for me to just go on my phone and just open up instagram or open up tiktok and it made me cry one time because i was like how much of the first six months of his life have I actually wasted by just being on my phone and not being in the present moment and how many of those moments am I gonna absolutely die to have once more when he's grown up and he's 30 years old and he's got children of his own or he's off traveling the world somewhere and I go back to those moments in my mind and I would beg to have that again and I spent it on my phone and I'm not saying that being on the phone is the enemy we all do it it's a very very common thing it's you know like I said no judgment here but from where I'm standing my personal journey with learning about presence in motherhood has absolutely been stepping away from my phone but also rearranging my life into doing things that just make me happy like these years are so short life is so short having having a baby is really such a human embodiment and learning about how quickly time goes I think for me motherhood's been a real reminder of getting very present in my life and how my life is structured and how I spend my time and what brings me joy and what makes me happy and what makes me a better person and cutting out the habits that don't bring me closer to that and paying more attention to the habits that do you know that Mamma Mia song slipping through my fingers is real guys that's real I used to watch that film and listen to that song before I had a child and my mum I remember would cry every single time she heard that song and she would look at me and I remember taking her to the cinema to watch one of the Mamma Mia the Mamma Mia film that has that in it I don't know if it's number one or two I can't remember but I took her to the cinema to watch it and when that scene came on of the mum and the girl they were looking in the mirror I'm pretty sure it was on her wedding day and she sings slipping through my fingers my mum just burst into tears and looked at me and I was like oh my god like let's not get all emotional but now I have a child of my own it's so true and so heartbreaking every day I feel like saint is slipping through my fingers but it's not just saint it's life it is life is all of the time that we can't get back and how are you going to spend that time really are you going to pay your time to habits that aren't serving you to people that aren't serving you to energies that aren't working for you anymore or are you going to really tune in to what brings you joy and love in life another way that motherhood I feel like has made me a much better person is by forcing me to have a better look at myself what I mean when I say this I mentioned it in uh I'm pretty sure it was episode number one when I was discussing therapy was 
that I have never had more of a reason to really look at myself and my patterns of behavior and my patterns of thinking and question it like I have since I became a mum there has been never a bigger wake-up call never a bigger alarm clock in my own mind that is like hello let's cut this now let's stop this right now because before you know it your baby is going to be picking up those same patterns that same trauma unless you work through it and you choose to change it and one of the biggest things I see about the struggles of motherhood is our kids being our biggest trigger every time you go on social media right now there's like oh my god my kids oh my god it's my kids my kids are doing this my kids are doing that my kids are so difficult it's not your kid babe I'm sorry to break it to you and I'm sorry if this sounds harsh I promise it comes from a place of love but it's not your kid how your emotional reaction to your child not wanting to do what you've asked them to do or eat what you've asked them to eat your emotional response is in your control and I think this whole idea of being in control of our thoughts and being in control of our life really triggers some people because it's like hard hearing that and it's hard knowing that the place we're at if we're feeling upset sad overstimulated really is something that we could have worked through and prevented to a degree and our children are our biggest mirrors in life whatever situation let's take it even out of motherhood motherhood is a huge one for this but let's take it out of motherhood think of any situation that triggers you these situations are our reflections in the mirror attempting to get our attention by invoking an extreme amount of emotion what aspect of myself am i observing here please ask yourself that next time you're feeling overwhelmed over triggered like you have too much going on what aspect of myself am i observing here what's really coming up it could be something as small as my best friend hasn't spoken to me in a week and the emotion that that is providing is sadness fear upset okay but let's take it a step back what is that really provoking in you it's provoking the fear that you're not loved it's provoking the worry that nobody likes you it's provoking the fear that you are alone and that is what you need to work through and when you're in a peaceful state of awareness it's much easier to be able to understand those triggers but when you are constantly pushing away or suppressing an energy that keeps coming through that thing that your child is doing keeps triggering you every day it's an issue you're setting up a pattern of repetition to that unresolved issue and you are giving that past experience that goes way back when the power to cause the same pain now in this entirely separate situation where your child is just trying to get through their day too so yeah in my opinion our children are our biggest mirrors whenever saint is having a tantrum and i can start to feel you know a little bit of anxiety rising in me or a little bit of fear or a little bit of whatever negative emotion it is it's like 
let me just take a deep breath. Let me just press the reset button a second. Let me just be mum. Let me just be the loving person that he needs to hold his hand through this big old emotion that is going through his very, very small body right now. Instead of taking it personally and letting his emotion trigger my emotion. But this doesn't have to be kids specifically. This can honestly be applied to any situation in your life. Just think next time you're going through something and it's invoking a lot of emotion in you, what am I really observing here? And I think such a huge part of parenting can be done unconsciously if we aren't aware of the issues that are arising, if we're not aware that it is our own problems and our own triggers that are causing the upset in our mind, then the 18 years, the 20, 25 years it takes raising a child to an adult can all be done so unconsciously and then you just snap your fingers and it's like, where did that time go? Did I do a good job? And I actually want to read an expert from the book um, that I recommended in my highlight reel today higher vibrational parenting by tanya jopson and it's kind of like a bit of a poem from an unknown author unknown source she just felt like it was really um important to put in her book and i completely agree because it goes to show just how much little eyes see and how much they take in and if we're choosing to do it all unconsciously what kind of a difference that can make so listen to this it's called when you thought I wasn't looking when you thought I wasn't looking I saw you hang my first painting on the refrigerator and I immediately wanted to paint another one when you thought I wasn't looking I saw you feed a stray cat and I learned that it was good to be kind to animals when you thought I wasn't looking I saw you make my favorite cake for me and I learned that the little things can be the most special things in life When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you give of your time and money to help people who had nothing, and I learned that those who have something should give to those who don't. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you take care of our house and everyone in it, and I learned that we have to take care of what we are given. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw how you handled your responsibilities, even when you didn't feel good, and I learned that I will have to be responsible too when I grow up. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw tears come from your eyes and I learned that sometimes things hurt and it's okay to cry. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw that you cared and I wanted to be everything that I could be. When you thought I wasn't looking, I learned most of life's lessons that I need to know to be a good and loving and productive person when I grow up. When you thought I wasn't looking, I looked at you and wanted to say, thanks for all the things I saw when you thought I wasn't looking so if there's one thing motherhood has really taught me it's really being aware of who I am and how I'm presenting myself to be and giving myself a much better look at myself and actually having just read that has taken me straight back to a moment in my mind from when I was probably about well we were in America at the time so probably around 10 or 11 and I remember having a bit of a okay this is like this is something I'd only share on the podcast and kind of like not really anywhere else on social media I don't know why growing and glowing just really feels like such a safe space to be able to share kind of stuff like this there was a time with my mum when 
she was going out shopping for the day or something and my dad was going to play football or do something that I really did not have any interest in at that age and I really really wanted to spend time with my mum because I knew that it would just be me and her um everybody else that we were with would all be like having fun at the football that I didn't want to go to anyway and yeah I just wanted to spend time with my mum and I have no judgment for it I have no I do have sadness about it but I think that's more my reflection as my inner child rather than any judgment I have towards my mum I have no anger towards it because I can have compassion from where she was coming from and I also have compassion for the fact that she probably she probably recognized it just to be one of those moments that I would never remember I wouldn't take on board um you know like we all do like it's just an everyday moment that you don't ever think your kid is going to kind of like remember or shape them or anything like that but I said to my mum please can I come with you today I really want to go shopping with you instead of going with dad and she looked at my dad in front of me and she was like oh can you just take her and at that moment I was crushed I was heartbroken I was like why doesn't my mum want to hang out with me it was all I wanted to do and my dad said to her Deb one day you are so gonna regret the fact that you just said that because one day your kids I don't know if this came from knowledge of from from my my dad having my older three sisters and having been through it himself but he said to my mum in front of me this conversation took place all in front of me one day your kids don't want to hang out with you and you wish you could have back a day where they did and I can't even remember what the outcome of that situation was but it was a moment where my parents thought I wasn't looking they thought I wasn't noticing they thought I wasn't taking it all in and you know hindsight is a wonderful thing because I'm sure if my mum knew that actually she only had 14 years left of being my mum before she died after that moment, if I was 10, she would have jumped at the chance to take me out too with her and spend the day together. But of course, we don't think like that and we don't think that these moments are going to come to an end. And we also don't think that these small everyday moments are going to make a difference, but they do. So be aware, be aware of who you are, be aware of how you treat yourself, be aware of the words you say, have a good look at yourself in the mirror that is your child. My last point that I want to talk about is something that I feel really passionate about. I think a big reason why motherhood has shaped me into the best version of who I have ever been in my life is because for the first time ever it's given me the confidence in knowing I am enough I am more than enough for my son I am the loving adult that he needs and that I needed when I was growing up when I was a child and I am a free and safe and ready to step into that position of being the responsible adult I trust myself and I'm confident in myself that I am safe to embody being a mum that can handle all of it. 
let me say that again actually because that sounds like a pretty good affirmation I trust myself and I'm confident in myself that I am safe to embody a mother that can handle all of it let me step into her and it's not your job to handle it all perfectly nobody can handle anything perfectly perfect is not perfect is an idea perfect is not a reality you can't do everything perfectly but what you can do is you can show up with bringing love and light into everything you do and yes sometimes as the adult that means doing uncomfortable things sometimes that means having uncomfortable conversations with friends or family members about setting boundaries you are safe to be the adult you are safe to use your voice you are safe in knowing that you are enough you are enough and your baby chose you for a reason so let that be enough in knowing you're enough you are safe in showing respect for yourself these things might be hard to do but you have to think every time you're having a conversation in front of or around or to your child you are setting the tone for the person that they will be becoming I know that how I speak to Saint, how I speak around him, I am developing his sense of confidence, I'm developing his sense of communication, I'm developing his sense of respect, not only for himself but for others. From me he will learn love, he will learn vulnerability, he will learn hardship, he will learn that his mum had some respect for herself by having those hard conversations, by doing those tough things by setting boundaries by using my voice and that sets the tone for how he is going to have a relationship with respect for himself and actually that brings me on to a whole nother point losing ourselves to motherhood is such a big thing it is I feel like almost every mother feels like that at one point in their life I am so burnt out from being a mum I am so lost in motherhood I can't remember what I enjoy doing I can't remember what my life was like before kids in a negative way we're grieving the person we were before we had a child we don't feel like we have any self-identity now where are we struggling to make our own needs seen are we are we even struggling to see them ourselves when you birth a child you don't just birth them you birth a whole new version of who you are birth is literally like a portal the the most immense quick transition from one era in life to the next and I think where it can feel so overwhelming sometimes is because we try so desperately to cling on to the person we were before we made that transition and when you think about it the majority of the time for most people you spend more of your life being a mother being a parent than you than you do before you became one so are you really losing much are you really losing or are you gaining a whole new version of yourself that is still that person but 10 times more too 10 times more confidence 10 times more love 10 times more vulnerability 10 times more pain 10 times more in everything and feeling like we are still able to connect to her by being able to be aware of where we are struggling to make our needs seen or heard when you say I have no time for myself in motherhood you don't unless you create it for yourself and time will not just magically appear for you 
to just have it on your own. I know how hard this can feel, especially in the early stages. You feel like you can't take your eyes off of your gorgeous little baby. You feel like you just can't possibly do anything. Mum guilt is so big and I struggle still to this day so much with mum guilt. But the thing is with time for yourself when you're a mum is that you have to create it. I think we all hold this expectation in motherhood of like, oh, I have no time for myself because my kids take up all my time, blah, 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 blah. We're still holding that same expectation that we used to have when we weren't with children of all of our time being able to be spent on ourselves, for ourselves. That obviously completely changes when you bring a child into the mix. And so instead of just thinking that time for yourself is magically going to appear, you have to create it. You have to create space for yourself. And why is that so important? Because if you are not creating space or time for yourself, you will end up feeling burned out, you will end up feeling triggered, you will end up feeling overstimulated and overwhelmed. You are so deserving of still having your dreams and achieving your dreams, whether it's a a dream in a career or a dream body or a dream car or a dream relationship or a dream amount of money in your bank account. But what I think we need to understand as mothers is that it's not our kids holding us back from this time for ourselves or from these dreams that we have that we haven't achieved. It's us that are failing to show up for ourselves because we spend so much love and time and energy quite rightly on these gorgeous little babies that come into our world but we forget about us and when we forget about us how can you be the best version of yourself as a mother to that baby when you are forgetting about yourself and that is the level of respect and the tone that we set for our kids when we do go off and choose to do those things for ourselves that yes probably comes with a whole suitcase loaded of mum guilt at the time but it's doing those things like going to a pilates class if that's what makes you feel great and connected to yourself or going to get your hair done if it's your appearance that makes you feel more connected to being your higher self or taking some time to go and socialize with friends or read a book or whatever it is that is you time in your mind if you are not setting space for it and creating that space for it you are going to feel like you've lost it and you are going to feel like you're burnt out as a mum and let's try I know it's hard but let's try to take away that mum guilt instead of mum guilt let's replace it with I am actually teaching my kids how important self-respect is I'm actually teaching my kids how important it is to put myself first because how your how your kids see you putting yourself in your life where you are in your mind on the priority list is where they will grow up believing themselves to be on their priority list Like I said, you birthed a new version of yourself when you gave birth. It wasn't just the baby, honey. It was you too, babe. And that new version of you is calling you to show up. Show up for your dreams. Show up for yourself. Show up for the life that you know you are destined to live. Your lucky girl syndrome life, as we discussed in episode two last week. Show up. And if it's not for you, then it's for your kids. If you can't find the motivation to do it for yourself, then do it for that child that is looking at you with so much adoration and love in their tiny little eyes. And remember, you set the tone for them. So the more times that you you say in front of them, I've lost myself to motherhood, 
I don't feel like myself, I don't have, I can't catch a break, I can't find any time to do the things I like, can we flip that, can we switch that, instead to, I am feeling burnt out, and I recognise that, in becoming the best version of who I can be to you as a mum, I need to be the best version of who I am before I had you, and I need to connect back to that, and I think just because of the sheer, like, chaos sometimes that motherhood can be especially in the early years I think it's really about nurturing that part of the day that you can control so if your me time is not even going out or getting your head on or whatever even if your me time is having a cup of tea in the morning then that means setting an alarm before your kids wake up and going downstairs and giving yourself half an hour however long it is to get showered have a cup of tea have a couple of biscuits go and sit in the garden, get some fresh air, and nurturing the control that you can have over that part of the day, instead of feeling like a total lack of control for the rest of the day. Because motherhood is chaos. (laughs) Motherhood is surprises, and not knowing what turn is happening next. But where can we start nurturing the control that we can have? And are we recognising that there is control that we can take back? And why I think that is such a transition point for becoming a better person for me in motherhood is because there has never been more of an important time for me to recognize my own emotions and understand when I need some time for me and how I can own my confidence in being the person that I knew I was always destined to become and how I can really step up to the plate in being the adult not only in saint's life but in mine too now and setting my values, being the adult to set the values for my family that I am raising. I've never, ever once sat there and thought, what are my values in life? Like I have in motherhood, like I have since the time I became a mum. Where do I want to leave this world by the time I die? What position do I want to leave everybody I love in when I go? And actually, I've just opened up my phone on my notes list because I remember having a big journaling session on my notes when I was reading a specific book and I was really developing my values. And this is what I wrote and I kind of want to read it because I feel like this is where I am with it. What is the finish line that is worth the marathon? What is the end point that this life is going to have been worth living for? Number one, to be the best parent I can physically possibly spiritually be to help leave the world in a more loving understanding and kind way for my children to not have to suffer how I did by inspiring others to become the very best version of themselves to become the most spiritually enlightened version of me and progress in skills that encompass that to remain healthy in my body and mind and how do I do all of that by remembering I'm the adult now And I set the tone for how I respect myself and how I spend time on myself. And I can pass that on to my kids by showing them that mum's important too. Give to yourself and you will be more apt to give to others, I promise. Give to yourself and you'll be able to give ten times more to your kids. hey that got a lot I hope there was something in that that served you today that you could take away whether you are part of mum club or not 
I hope there was a lesson in there that you can apply to your everyday life. I want you to know that whatever stuck out to you the most today, you were meant to hear. If there's a specific lesson that is sticking with you in your mind right now and you're thinking, I'm going to take that through with me today, you were meant to hear it today, babe. And I'm proud of you for being here and showing up. And I hope that this episode, although motherhood, like I said, is something that I'm desperate to talk about so much more because there's so many smaller topics in motherhood that I really want to explore with you all. I hope it's been able to shed a little bit of light on how motherhood can be so beautiful and so wonderful and so positive in life instead of the stuff that we see so often all across social media recently that is so negative and down about it. Aside from the very obvious that I have a beautiful child, blessed to be his mum, incredibly thankful for my pregnancies, my body, my birth experience, everything... Not only has motherhood been such a wonderful transitional rocket ship of a lesson into teaching me how to become the best version of who I have been able to be through my life so far, and I'm very excited for the journey to continue with it as I become a mother of two, hopefully one day a mother of three, so on, so on. I could keep going until I have 20 children, honestly, (laughs) if Connor lets me. But despite all of the beautiful memories and all of the love that it it allows us to explore and experience, there's so many beautiful lessons in there that we can learn through motherhood, just as individuals anyway. And I just think, what a time. What a time in life. And one day I'm going to look back at these moments and I'm going to realise they were the best days of my life. I know I'm living the best days of my life right now. I love being a mum and I hope this has been able to shed some positivity and love and light on motherhood and and has been a safe space to allow you to feel that instead of the yeah constant negativity that we sometimes see online right now. So to finish off today's episode, we are going to be doing the growing and glowing moments of the week. As usual, everybody, I really want you to sit there and think about your own growing and glowing moments of the week. Growing moment is something you have grown through. You have shown yourself courage, confidence. You've shown up for yourself. It was tough, but it was a lesson that you've learned and you've been able to apply it and work through it. Glowing moment is something you are proud of, a wonderful, happy moment that brought lots of joy and love into your life. So here we go. My growing moment of the week was actually accepting the idea that I've been playing with for a really long time now of hiring extra help when it comes to my work. So for as long as I can remember, apart from a couple of stints with Vlogmas uh, eras, we have never had a video editor apart from those stints with Vlogmases. And I have just realised recently that it's been really taking me away from the things that I love doing. And don't get me wrong, I love editing my videos genuinely. It's actually become like a real passion of mine and I feel like I've developed so many skills through editing my videos over the last however many years I've been online but now that my life is changing and I'm about to welcome a second child into the world I have been feeling slightly overwhelmed with the idea of doing it all a bit like we discussed in today's episode and I realized that I needed to take some of my own advice and start making my own needs seen and heard and how do I do that I ask for extra help and so I've hired a video editor which is something 
Ooh, I'm a little bit nervous about because there are moments, guys, in my videos or my podcasts even where I sit there for like five minutes just really thinking but I don't speak or like I don't say anything and I'm just like kind of having a moment or you know Hector knocks over the camera or there's a dilemma and it's like oh my god I these are very like what well, they're not vulnerable at all but they feel like vulnerable moments to be sharing like private moments to be sharing with the video editor whereas obviously when it's me I can just snap cut it it doesn't matter it's my own life I know the heck to not have the camera I know I sat there for five minutes not talking or whatever do you know what I mean but yeah as welcome a second child into the world I really just want to be able to actually just spend more of my afternoons being a mum honestly that's how I want to do it and so I'm choosing to make that jump hire that extra bit of help add another outgoing to my list and I think energetically it's going to be so worth it so that was my growing moment because that's something I've been putting off for a really long time. Um, I feel like I've known I've needed to do it for ages, but yeah, it's just been something I felt like, no, I can do it. I can do it. Let's just save money this way. And it it takes me like not even long to edit a video now, but at the same time, every time I sit in my study and I'm like, oh, Connor and Saint have gone to the park. It kills me. I haven't been able to go or I've not been able to leave the house today because I've had so much office work to do and I've spent six hours editing or whatever you know very very fast world problems but that was my growing moment of the week my glowing moment this week everybody was actually really recognizing happiness in the small moments this week I have found myself more than ever and I don't know what it is I don't know if it's the pregnancy I don't know if it's that I know that I'm coming to an end of my time of it just being saint and me and Connor before we welcome another beautiful bundle of joy into the fam Um, but I found it a lot easier to really recognize happiness in the small moments and I feel like we see it plastered everywhere happiness is not a destination it's a journey how true is that but recently I've really recognized it it's hard to put into practice really because it is the moments that feel small it is the moments where you're just like you know sat I don't know playing with your dogs or reading a book or lighting a candle I think going back to the point that we mentioned earlier today about being in the present moment it's often in those smaller moments that that's where our mind wanders or we go on our phone or we think about stuff we've got to do for the rest of the day but I have been making a real practice recently of recognizing happiness there and then and doing my utmost to really be there and I think meditation actually has really helped with that because meditation really trains your mind to calm down and quiet and if that's the word be more quiet have less thoughts rushing through your mind all at one time and as I was sitting down thinking about my glowing moment of the week that was just the thing that popped to my head I've really been able to recognize happiness in the smaller moments so give that a go this week if you haven't felt present recently just notice five minutes that you're feeling good and you're feeling like okay this is a nice moment, this is happiness, and isn't this great, and the more happiness you feel, the more will come into your life, anyway, that is me for the day everybody, I want you to know how much I love and care about you, 
and how much I hope you have a fantastic week ahead of you guys thank you so much as usual for your love and support on the podcast my videos everything I do it never goes unnoticed I'm so thankful for you if you enjoyed today's episode guys I would love to see how you listened please please make sure that you tag us on stories or send us a little message and what you thought of the podcast our instagram and tiktok are at growing glowing podcast so please check us out over there i love you deeply and i want you to remember our affirmation of the day i'm doing so much better than i think i am because you are and i'm very proud of you and i will see you next week bye everybody Mm -hmm.